Welcome to Rooster Radio, a broadcast dedicated to supporting and promoting local artists and musicians in the Gaston County and surrounding areas. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Cody with a K, and I'm here with Michael Carpenter. Today our guest is James Baker, also known as the man behind World Sauntering Day. James is a lifelong musician and songwriter from Gastonia, North Carolina, who has found his niche in making what can best be described as indie folk rock with a touch of the Beatles. Then he fuses his songs with relevant and often breathtaking visual art in his music videos. He's sharing his song, I Got Your Teeth With Us Now. We hope you enjoy. there was was smooth that was very smooth thank you i really enjoyed that man i i kind of got like a 
Sonic Youth kind of vibe. It's one, of my, fa- it's one of my favorite bands. Yeah. What? I have a lot of favorite bands, but that is one of them. That, well, I actually stole that from Michael. That's what Michael said. <laughs> yeah. He's, and right. I, I ho- he, he's got the same vibe. Yeah. Sonic I mean, Youth. You guys like Sonic Youth? Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Check out Thurston Moore's solo stuff. Post Sonic Youth, it's, it's, it's great. Okay. Well, yeah. Awesome. For sure. I want to talk about World Sauntering, though. Okay. How did you come up with the name? Um, I never wanted uh, my music to be about me, so I didn't want to use my name. Uh, I was in a band called The Side for 10 years, and the, that name kind of, uh, I used that name because we didn't really fit anywhere. But World Sauntering Day is a national holiday. Okay. Uh, it, it falls on my birthday, uh, June 19th, and it actually, I found out it, was, it, it started the day I was born. That's but it's awesome. a day you're just supposed to saunter in the world and nature and uh, enjoy the day that you're in and uh, just to, just appreciate the moment you're in. That's so, that's how, what I felt when I listened to I Got Your Teeth. And, I didn't wear, and, that, and that name doesn't pigeonhole you in any particular genre. You know, if, you're, yeah. if you've got a name like Murder, Death, Kill, you're going to be yeah. the middle band. But the world sounds like it could be anything, which is kind of what I want. Yeah, the that's, to be, you know? that is great. It's very unique. And and the music's very unique, you know. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm I'm a huge fan. Thank you. I, I could I could hear a song like that playing on like a movie or a, or a TV show. Yeah. Like that's kind of, you know, aside from the Sonic Youth vibe, you could certainly hear that being featured on on film too. Absolutely. It's more than a song. It's like a score. You well, know? thank you. Yeah. Absolutely. You know uh, that song. I I woke up in the middle of the night and I just kind of had that in my head and I and I it was like three in the morning. I had to work the next day. Yeah. But I just sat down and recorded it. And some songs I'll work on for a decade, and some songs just it right right here. Yeah. You know. Um, that's that's so amazing. I, li- I like it when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot easier. Those are the nuggets. Right. You know. Um, and and I think that's wonderful. I mean, and it. Is there anybody else in the band helping you do all this? Well, um, right now the band is just me. Um, my buddy Ben played drums with me in the side for forever, and once in a while he'll get together and, and play the drums on something. But yeah, I have an electronic drum set. That's awesome. So uh, it's got like nice uh, big heads and mesh. It feels like a real you know. So uh, I can also switch it to make different drum sounds or whatever. So I've, the last few years, I've been really focusing on my drumming. Right. I've always played drums, but I've really dialed in on the drums and other instruments over the years. Well, the fact that it's all all pretty much you is is great. You know. Yeah, I play everything on that particular song. Yeah, that's dude. That's great, man. That's that really showcases talent. You know. I appreciate I, it. Absolutely. Um, now, in the intro, we described your music as indie folk rock but it's it's more than that isn't it i mean it's it's possible it's not possible to really put a label on on the genre right that that you play you know i hope so right like you I were saying so. it's very unique right I, I i listen to music all over the place uh music from 1930s 40s 50s 60s 70s 80s 90s even some 2000 stuff but i usually go back in time and uh, a good song is a good song yeah you can like a, a song for multiple reasons you might right. like it for its complexity or its simplicity or its melody or even its chaotic elements or you like the drummer or you think the, the singer sounds good or it makes you sad or happy or whatever so a good song is a good song right and if you looked at and I still I have a CD collection that shows my age 
If you want to know my age, just uh, uh, look up World Sauntering Day. There's my birthday. Today I was born. Uh, anyway, uh, so I love everything that's a good song that's genuine. Well, I don't like corporate-made nonsense, but I, otherwise. I could agree. I could yeah. agree with you there. And I mean, to the to that note with the CD collection, who are you listening to right now? Oh, man. I, like I said, I listen to so much stuff. Everything. I listen to Frankie Valley to Four Seasons, and in the next minute, I'll listen to Lamb of God. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I get that, too. Like, my Spotify is all over the place. You know, I've got some right. stuff from, like, 30s and 40s and, like, some Cab Calloway, right? Yeah. And then I'll take it way up to, like, some Led Zepp. Oh, I'll time travel with the music. I'm in the if same If I bo- had to pick the best band in the history of the world, I would say Led Zeppelin would probably be my answer to that. Oh, yeah. I would argue with you that it was Pink Floyd, but... Uh, I love Pink Floyd. But I'll agree to disagree. Hey, no. No, no that's not a bad candidate. That They're up there, man. They are. And that's what... I guess those are also some of the musical influences we could think, you mm-hmm. know, uh, for your very unique sound. I, I'm a huge fan, man. I'm like fanboying out right now, man. Especially the fact that you do all the music, too, because I play tons of instruments. <laughs> oh, awesome. You know? You need to join our band. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I need some musicians. <laughs> when I, well, see, when I made the, the name World Sauntering Day, it didn't used to say World Sauntering Day, the music of James Baker, blah, blah, blah. I didn't want my name in there. In fact, I had my I used Ted Perkinson's as a fake alias because I didn't want my, I didn't want to be about me. I like it. I also have an alias. There you go. You know? Uh, it's just Cody with a K. It's just my name, but with extra steps. Right. That's really it. <laughs> you know? So when I, when I made the name, I was in, intending to make a, a full band. And, you know, just, you know, somebody listens to it online, you know, Asia or something. Right. They don't know that it's just me. But then when I started doing, like, inter, you know, an interview like this, and yeah. Michael's like, well, how, who else going to be from your band? I'm like, mm, it's just me. And then I'm playing <laughs> a show next weekend, and she was like, the book the booking agent was like, how many people's gonna be in your band? I was like, it's just gonna be me. She's like, well, I can't just say World Sauntering Day on the flyer if it's just you. I said, okay, just say World Sauntering, James Baker of World Sauntering Day. <laughs> yeah. you know? So I had to add to James Baker in there to, to, to make some, make it simplified a little bit. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But it's 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 great, man. Like I said, huge fan. I mean, I, speaking to that, how much stage experience do you have going out and playing shows, stuff like that? Uh, I I'm not sure exactly the number, but I've played hundreds of shows in my yeah. life um, yeah said I was in the band the side for 10 years we played probably at least a hundred or more shows just as that but since then I've stayed pretty busy um, recording writing um, working on my getting better at different instruments banjo mandolin drums oh, bass man. piano all that stuff yeah even I've tried to dabble in violin a little bit but I'm not very good at that but um, it's tough but I'll try to at least do a few shows a year and I just had a, a my son was just born, um, you know, uh, he's about to turn two next That's week. Great. So um, I've kind of not been playing a ton, but um, right. when I do play, I like it to be special. Yeah. So I don't play in, in town all the time because when I do play, I want it to be a, a unique set. So if you come out to see me, uh, you saw me last, you know, six months ago and you see me now, it would be a completely different yeah. show altogether. Yeah. You know, and sometimes I have guest musicians play with me too. Oh yeah, absolutely, and and I'm I'm still gonna take you up on that that offer. Please join. Yeah, make I, mean, I, I live right down the street from where we're at right now. Anyway, that's I live right up the street that oh, way. Well, it's, it's, it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> it's meant to be. It's meant yeah. to happen. Um, now, can you talk about uh, a song for Jude? 
Andy, since it, you brought up your, your son, <laughs> we're we're gonna jump right. ahead for a okay. second. Okay. Yeah, you, you mentioned that your son's about to turn two. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've got a song called "A Song for Jude." Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna ask you the inspiration behind it, but we've kind of let that cat out of the bag. Um, can you can you tell us a little bit about how that song got inspired, though? Sure. Um, now I have two stepsons um, that are older, uh, but this is my first biological son, and. Um, uh, I wanted to write a song before he was born. Uh, I didn't know what I was gonna, what kind of style. I knew it was going to be an acoustic song or what it was going to be. Uh, and that song was kind of just plopped in my lap as well. Um, and I, But I wanted the lyrics to be pretty concise. Uh, I thought about if, if I, when I'm dead, uh, my kid's going to have this song. You know, and so what should I say to him? So I thought I thought about that, and then I thought, you know, I don't want to like you know write him a whole book, but right. What are a couple of life lessons I can give to my kid um, that he can he can use throughout his life? And basically, I want my kid to be happy. Um, now, not bliss blissfully ignorant, and you know, whatever hedonistic, and that kind of happy, but I want him to be genuinely happy. And throughout my life, I think my advice to any friend would be the or anybody would be the only way you can really be happy is to be your to be comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. To march to your own drum beat, you know, and that's what I want my kid to do. I want him to, I want him to do great things and I want him to be uh, fulfilled and, and be a positive influence on this planet. I think that's great. And, yeah. and it, because it's already kind of hard sometimes to be comfortable in your own skin, yeah. at least for me, I know yeah. it is sometimes. Um, but that, I think it's great. And, and for you as a musician to say that, uh, says a lot so um now you did bring your guitar here to the to the rooster studios (laughs) is there any chance you know we could have you play it here on the show sure yeah uh, yeah and i'll I'll just uh, stand up right here near the mic sure
amazing oh man i gotta say watching you perform is is fun it's you, thrilling yeah it's you, thrilling even with an acoustic song like that you just emote yeah like your whole body emotes it's, yeah it's not just a guitar playing it's your facial expressions the, yeah. the way you your mannerisms i i gotta say i mean i'm i feel privileged to have me too been here just you guys to are, see that you guys are super Kind of. <laughs> I just, no, I just, I'm blown away. It's the talent, man. It's the level of talent and the level of not just a guy and a guitar and singing and words and all that. Your soul's in it, man. You feel the music when you play and perform. So, and and it's a very special song, especially with the message that you were telling us with with what it's about. It, when I was recording that song, um, I'm, I'm not a guy that around crying all the time or anything, but that song was was hard to sing oh um, no I, I, I had I had to redo it I had, like I kept choking up yeah and my buddy Ben he's, he's, he's one of my best friends uh, he said man how you gonna play that song without choking up because he started tearing up and I was like man I don't know but I, I felt it a few times uh, a couple times live so I'm able to do it now but it was a little bit tough at first yeah no I imagine man um, and and um we were talking a little bit before we started recording. I, I also play music. Yes. You know, and I wrote a song for my grandpa, and it's a tribute, you know, and I played it at his, as you know, his funeral, and it was really tough, and it was hard to do, but uh, same, same, but different. That's great. You, you know? played it at his funeral, man. Yeah. It was really hard, but I, I made it, and I didn't cry, and then as soon as I got off the stage, I started crying, you know? Um, so That means it's real. It's a real... It's real art. Yeah. You know, and that's what it's all about. Yeah. Well, you know, it's crazy. Uh, the song we listened to at the beginning, I Got Your Teeth, is about my granddad. I, when when he passed away, actually both my granddads passed away right around the same time, but we were going through my granddad Merle's house, and I found a jar or a medicine bottle with his teeth in it. Like the dentures? No, it's just like his oh, molars it's... got pulled or something at some point. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the explanation. To be honest with you. I just have a jar of his teeth. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> so I woke up in the middle of the night, and I'd been watching these, uh, you know, uh, futurism documentaries and things, you know, like Through the Wormhole with Morgan Freeman and all that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, I like those. I, I love that stuff. And, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I had this fantasy about bringing him back, you know, using DNA or science, something kind of science fiction, you know. Yeah. And that's where that song kind of started. But then I thought, well, what would happen if you had immortality on Earth? Yeah. Um, I think that maybe you wouldn't dwell so much on the past. Uh, people fret, get stressed out about the past, they get stressed out about the future, and then they forget about the moment they're in, which is all you really have in life is the moment, this moment right now, the day you're in right now. So that's kind of like my mantra of my life uh, is just try to do the best with the day you can and don't focus on the other stuff too much. You know, you don't want to disregard the future too much. Right. Right, and and Michael, I mean, that's kind of the... Well, that, you know, <clears throat> that's where art comes into play, you know. I, I truly believe that the majority of people 
do not appreciate how important art is in our lives and that is the driving force behind what we're doing with the rooster you know um could you imagine a world without music without song without you know any form of art and and people kind of it's it's the last thing to get funded it's the last thing you know people think about but i think i think with the current situation we're in with the, with the COVID-19 and the lack of ability to access art, I think people are starting to realize how important art is in their life. But, uh, you know, and you think about what, like, what do you work for? Why do you go to work? What's the whole point? Yeah. You know, art could be anything, you know, it's all the things you enjoy. It's, it's all the good parts of life. And it's a, it's a form of expression. It is. And, and that's, and that's what I appreciate more than anything you know, not not just expression of the artists themselves, but the consumer. You know, the consumer for the most part takes away something very different than than the artist may have intended. Yeah. And that is okay. Exactly. And, and I was I was talking to you guys a little bit before we started and and I was asking like what kind of genre or what kind type of vibe you guys were wanting to do with the rooster. And it made me think when people ask me what's your favorite places you've played in your life um, I've never felt like I fit in exactly anywhere, you know, at a metal club or a punk rock club or a country place or a whatever kind of place. But I liked places like those. Do you remember uh, Fat City in Charlotte back in the day? I do. I liked that place because I felt like it was it was art. It was anybody could play. One weekend you go there and be a DJ. The next weekend you go there and be like a metal band. But like you always felt like you were going to see some kind of awesome art. Yeah. And something real. And and uh, there's some other cool places, you know, like that. Like Zoe's, uh, and it became the Gassy Poorhouse. I yeah. played a couple shows there, and I felt like I was pretty welcome there too. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, that's that's our intention is is to create like an eclectic, you know, group of of, of artists that that we can you know call out or call on when we when we need to book someone. We want to keep a diverse booking. We want people to understand that you know. It's not just country. It's not just rock. It's not just metal. There's these. There's a plethora of forms of expression. It's not just music too. You know, we're our intention is to bring in more other types of art for, for the stage. You know, That's it could great. be it could be improv. It could be comedy. You know, yeah. any kind of stage show. We're you know if, if you know, we hope that people will show up. People are going to go there because they're going to expect to see some art and something real. Oh, absolutely. You know, something genuine. Absolutely. Um, and, um, you know, and, and some and some other cool stuff. Yeah. Um, we, we don't want to let the cat out of the bag too early. Okay. Uh, but definitely stick around. We've got some good ideas. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, now, let's get back to you. Okay. Uh, yeah. And, uh... Well, yeah, so we've noticed that your, your music has a lot of visual art um, on, on the YouTube you know, so I'm wondering if you could tell us more about how you do that and what what inspires your your visuals that you pair with your song. You know, music is art, um, and so how does that coalate? I've always had I've always dabbled in visual art with with the videos on there. I have some that where I've I've just taken pictures of the sky, and I you know I like to take pictures of the sky I have thousands and thousands and thousands of pictures of like cool sunsets and things I just take pictures all the time with my phone during the stoplight and tape it and I like to incorporate like like a power line or something in there to show the dichotomy of you know nature versus man's messing up nature intrusion oh, yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying 
So uh, I have that, but people, you know, and I, it's always about the music. So, but I think people would also, you know, if they're going to sit there, they're not going to just stare at a picture of a cloud for you know five minutes. So when I can, I make a video. Uh, I've done some animation, uh, but it takes forever. It does because like, each it's little 12, it's twelve frames per second. Yeah. So I have to do twelve pictures every second of the video. So it's a five minute long video. It takes me like six months. So it takes me forever. Uh, so I do that when I can, and uh, I'll, I'll sometimes just draw a picture, or um, I've used some stock footage lately because I found some places where you can do that, and that's kind of cool. You get to be like a director, you know. Right. And sometimes I use my own camera. Uh, I have I have a song where I um, was going to work every day, and I, I would see the sun coming up over this this bog of pollution, coming up. You know, this beautiful sunrise is coming. There's these smokestacks, and I just every day I thought, man, I'd be grand to come up here my camera and just record the sun rising over this garbage yeah and uh, I had it took me like three or four tries to get a cool sunrise you know I go up there like five in the morning people were like look at it. what the hell is this guy doing out here you know I finally got one and I had to speed it up you know to fit within the, the length of the song so oh like yeah. so kind of like a time lapse a little bit yeah it was a time lapse yeah. so you know I've also wanted to do some some time uh, stop animation stuff I hadn't gotten to that yet oh that would be cool was, like claymation yeah yeah so that would be neat just constantly trying to do different things I like it well, and, I, I'd be remiss if I didn't kind of throw a plug in here for you if you know if you're listening to this podcast go to the world sauntering day YouTube page just pick a song and enjoy because pretty much all of them have some sort of visual art attached to them that matches the music or yep. the mood of the song. Yep. And and some of like we said in the intro, some of the images are breathtaking. Oh yeah. Uh, and it's it's just really cool. It's yeah. just really cool. Thank you. And I also have some of my, my band the side, uh, uh, have a couple of their albums on there. And anybody's interested in that, I'm still planning on to remix the um, first album the side made um, I just I'm not going to add anything I'm not going to re-record anything I just want to re-adjust the levels a little bit make it all pop out a little bit so yeah but so some of that's thrown in there but yeah appreciate that oh and and to and another plug talk about your song uh, I Pledge Allegiance to the Dirt which seems to be a relevant message these days oh man okay <laughs> I actually am that song I, I put out and I thought it might be a little controversial because people were going to think, oh my God, you're you're talking about America. <laughs> you know, which is America. whatever. But I don't mean it like that. I love America. I love North Carolina. I mean, I, I, if you look at uh, where we're at on the globe, we're exactly in the perfect spot. You're exactly, the equator's here, North Carolina's right in the middle, and then you got, you know, the North Pole up here. We're right in the middle. Yeah. We're perfect. Yeah. You know, um, but that song is basically about some of the dangers of nationalism. Um, us against them mentality when I feel like we're all cousins on this planet on this rock floating around in this crazy human world I know and we should all be trying to empower each other instead of to separate each other and be against one another we're, we're all from the same tree yeah I've thought about making a part two to that song which I've never done before oh, that would be interesting uh, just to clarify so people don't like look at that immediately think oh he's anti-patriotic or this and that no the song is an anti-war song yeah, it's a, it's a pro-humanity song. It's a pro-soldier song, by the way. If anybody listens to this and thinks I'm against soldiers, I'm not. I'm for soldiers. The song is for soldiers. I want them to be happy and safe and raise their children and not be sent out to die for dumb reasons. Right. For, be a pawn, you know, in a politician's game of chess. Yeah, exactly. Well, just a perfect example of, and I'll throw back here to an earlier conversation. It's just a 
perfect example of how a song can be interpreted different ways by different people. And that's why we wanted to bring it up. Yeah. yeah. Because I got the right mess, the message you were intending from the song when yeah. I saw it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's basically how I pledge allegiance to the, the planet Earth. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I dig what it. What do you say, North Carolina? You know, <laughs> world citizen. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Um, are you developing any any new content? Man, I'm always um, I'm always working on something. Yeah, always. It sounds like it, and it definitely reflects because the music's great. Like I, I'm a fan. Appreciate it. You know, uh, right now I'm trying to get better at like uh, some other instruments. Like like I was saying earlier, like piano. I've been working on my piano skills. My, my goal is to be. I know I'm never going to be like a virtuoso on the piano, but no. my goal is to be where I can hold it down. Yeah, I'm. I'm not at all, but I can show you some funky riffs if you want, man. Sweet. Yeah, and I, I actually play the. I play the drums in a couple little projects. Okay. My uncle has a band. I'll be playing the drums with them, and I have another group I've been playing the drums with for just for fun. Drums are fun. Drums are fun. You just sit down and just beat the, sh- the hell out of them. Yeah, I just love them. Oh yeah, dude, I do too. I you do don't too. gotta memorize notes. You don't gotta worry about hitting the wrong notes. Just keep the beat. Just keep the beat. Keep it with the parameters of the beat, and you can kind of be creative. I love it. Yeah, and throw in some 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 toms. Yeah, you know, throw it's in just, drums are the finest <laughs> instrument, kids. They yeah, <laughs> that's the message right now. Yeah, that is the message. I I'm into it, man, because I love drums too. Yeah, you know, they are fun. They and really like, are. I got electric sets. I could put on my headphones and not bother anybody in the house. And I could record during my kids taking a nap. That's a lot of these last few songs I've recorded. I wait till he's taking a nap. Come on, Jude. You need to go to night night <laughs> so I can get into the studio. And I got like two hours. You got two hours. Throw the bass line down now. You go. You know. <laughs> That's awesome. It's like a challenge. Right. It's like a. It's Make like some a challenge. Happen now. Oh, I like it, man. That's a great process because it kind of expedites it. You're going right into the funk. You right. know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's really cool, man. Um, so, I mean, I, I can't, I can't really define it. I can't call it this last, this, we've, we've got a couple more questions, but this one for sure is define success for world sauntering day. I think you're really successful already. Cause I'm such a huge fan. This is probably the nerdiest podcast I've done with the rooster radio because I'm nerding out, man. I'm nerding out right now, but, but d- define success for world sauntering day. Well, every every musician I think initially says something, and I was like, "This is my job." I, I don't want anything. To, I never wanted to have my picture on a on a wall or anything in some kid's bedroom or nothing like that. I, for so success for me would be okay. A lot of my favorite bands, a lot of everybody's favorite bands, they 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 come out with some music and it's great, and then at some point it starts kind of sucking towards the yeah. end. And I think there's reasons for that. I think it's they get these record labels who say, "All right, we're going to sign you guys. We're going to give you you got." so much gigantic amount of money to go into the studio and you got to record something and they're like, okay, now go on tour for two years or whatever. And they say, all right, we got you, we got you a studio booked in December or in three months. So you need to go in there and make some magic happen right now. And they're like, yeah. Uh, and then, so they go in there and they're like, uh, okay, hit record, I guess we'll make something. Right. And I think that's the problem. And they might, they might pull something out of the hat right. a few times, but after a while it's going to be like, well, you're making me make something. So I've always wanted to, my goal was when I'm, 80 years old, I still want to be making music I'm proud of that's good. It's not something I just made because I have to make it. If I don't make a song next year, so be it. Yeah, it's just it, not the right. You can't force yeah. the genius. It has to be something that needs to exist. Yep. It makes the world a better place for existing in my mind. Yeah, at least. yeah. Well, yeah. it's 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 hard to like force the fun with music. Right. It, it can't. You just it just has to naturally. And there's nothing more fun than music. Oh music yeah, is so fun. It is. Yeah. It is. That's, I, you know, everyone says that. Everyone we've talked to has, has, has 
in their own way talked about how it's their favorite thing to do or yep. how fun it is to play music and and that, i think that's that speaks volumes it really does man it really does it, it's, it's great yeah i mean like i said if, if nobody ever listens to another song i play that's fine i'm still gonna be making music and playing music oh yeah and i do love your answer for defining success yeah you, it's just one of my favorite answers because you know we ask that of everyone that we talk to mm-hmm. and and we want to hear all the different motivations and and i love that so far everyone we've spoke to define success on a level that's about getting you know, expression. It's mm-hmm. it's, yep. it's more about expression. It's less about business. Yep. And, right. And, and that's and again, it goes right back to why we're doing the rooster because, you know, we're not doing this because we think it's going to make us rich. We're doing it because this is the right thing to do. It's community. It. It's I community. It. It's, it's building community. Yep. It's yep. and it's all love and it's all art and it's great, man. And and we're definitely glad to have you uh, on today's show. You guys um, are a breath of fresh air, man. Dude. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Now, um, we, it's, plug time. We, it's plug time. We did mention that you can be found on YouTubes, but tell us where else people can hear World Sauntering. Uh, I have, I've uploaded the stuff on um, you know, various play the usual suspects. You know, um, I don't have a t- Twitter, but I think, I, you know, uh, all the... Does anyone anymore? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I never... We don't even bother with it. Yeah, I never yeah. understood what that was exactly, but... Uh, yeah, it's, it's on all the regular stuff, uh, SoundCloud and uh, Spotify and all that kind of stuff, I guess. Right on, right on. So definitely look it up, guys, because this has been a wonderful episode. I, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I love the, the original sound that you have and the one that you played for us live. You did a great job on that. Well, thank you. So thanks again for, uh, for doing that for us and privileging us with your awesome sauce. Um, <laughs> Once again, uh, it's been another episode of Rooster Radio. Uh, I'm your host with the most, Cody with a K, here with Michael Carpenter. It'll take a few.